welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Mason, what is up? Well, it's a good time, man. It's a good day. Back on the podcast. It's been a couple weeks. I just got through a, a good drill weekend in the field. <laughs> you know? That's the time. Well, we had tents, but it, it was chilly. But yeah, it was good. We had, we had some really good time out there. Um, had a couple of catered meals. You know, we didn't make it as miserable as it had to be. So <laughs> that's always you know nice. miserable as it could be, I should say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I enjoyed it. What about you, man? Life's uh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, I mean, shout out today. Today's Autumn's birthday. I mean, my co-host last week, and you know, so shout out to her birthday. I'm recording on her birthday, but you know gotta do it <laughs> still gotta do the pod sorry thanks. sorry autumn gotta thanks Bay, <laughs> for letting letting nick do the birthday podcast yeah happy yeah. birthday autumn yeah so yeah but um i mean getting ready for halloween this weekend you dressing up you know you guys doing any halloween parties we are gonna do uh bugs and lola we're, we're bringing it back we did it a little while back and then we're yeah. gonna I think with the Space Make Jam. Make it look a little better. With the Space Jam? Space Jam, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Space, yeah. Space Jam's coming back, you know. <laughs> probably a couple yeah. of years ago, it's probably not... hard to, like, find those jerseys, and now they're pretty easy to find, probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, like, I think been a fairly common, like, couple costume, but, yeah, there's definitely a lot more, like, just, like, the ears and the tail you could find, you know, like, last time we are like, so just those little, like, things that make it a little bit more yeah. realistic or fun, you know. But, like, yeah. we're still going to go with the old school jerseys because I don't care about the new Space Jam. Like, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, wow. Wow. That's where we went with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow, well, the the first one is just that much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ironically, right? Oh, dang it. A sequel after 30 years was not as good as the first one. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, so Halloween's coming. I don't, I don't have a costume for myself. What about you? You yeah. know, Lexi is going to be a chicken like a blow-up chicken suit and then alice is going to be queen of hearts she's always like some alice in wonderland theme bert you know you know <laughs> that's hilarious usually. yeah using that name <laughs> and then uh, a and then blow uh, up chicken though dude that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> it's funny yeah so it's like a blow up it's as it's ridiculous is what it is um and then brooks we we thought maybe we would do him Spider Man. He's been into like Spider Man, Batman lately, so I'm into that. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, let's get him Spider Man. But he does this thing when we like play like a uh, floor hockey, where he like he likes you to drop the puck for him. Like you have to drop the puck for him, and like he makes you like spread your feet. Like he's so particular. It drives me bananas playing floor hockey with him. Sometimes I just gotta be like, dude, let's just play. But he makes you like spread your feet. You know you know, drop the puck. He, he'll like grab his stick all low, like down on the blade, but he'll like grab it with both hands. So it looks kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like teach him like, no, one hand goes up top, you know, one hand goes down low, but he likes to do the same thing for you. So then he like, no, 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 now I'm going to drop the puck for you. And so, but he always like, he'll like get down in this crouch and he'll like pretend like he blows a whistle and he'll like, shh. <laughs> 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 so he loves it. And so we're going to, we're going to get him a little ref outfit. So, Autumn's going to make him a little ref shirt, and he's going to be a ref. Little zebra, huh? Little zebra. Well, you know, Wild Tech is Wild Tech, I think they call it Wild, whatever. Yeah, in Utah, yeah. you know, they look for refs, so. Yeah. Waihoa. <laughs> Maybe it's a future career for him. Yeah, I've been, been trolling those guys a little bit on the Instagram, you know. <laughs> I saw you post a photo. <laughs> I think, 
in my mind, I'm like, they should fire all of them and hire all new refs. I don't know. There's some good ones out there, but I think some of them have way too much. I don't know. Just they've been around too long and they have, they're a little jaded and they have too much discretion out there. Some of them. There's a, there's a ref shortage actually. So like even with the men's league. So if you, if you're on like the, like, uh, like Bo that runs the men's league, he sent out an invitation to go do the refing clinic. Cause they asked every, um, like men's league runner to send it out to everybody in their men's league. So, cause they need refs so bad. Dang. I didn't realize it was that bad. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't blame someone. Like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't really want to be a ref. Yeah. Like, I think the money's pretty decent for, like, the time they do. But then it's, like, random times or, like, you know, inconvenient times. Yeah. I mean, and then you never know what game can just turn into a just total shit show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to feel a little more, you know, like, I'm going to try to be nicer to refs. You're inclined. Guess, you know, like, I'm not going to go be a ref. I don't got time for that right now. Maybe when... You know, my kids are not in youth hockey every day of the week. I can go be a ref, but right now it's not going to happen. It's just I got too many things going on right now. So, But there is a ref shortage not only here in the state, but across the whole country, actually. Like back east, it's bad. Like they can't even get refs to show up for games, and refs are just like bouncing out of games mid, mid-game because they're like, I'm not going to deal with this. It's not worth thirty bucks to fifty bucks or whatever they're making. There's like it's not worth it. I'm out. So there you have it. Man. If so. you're looking to be a ref right now, want to put on the stripes. Yeah, they're in need. Yeah. We need to like a, they need to redo the Uncle Sam. Yeah, but with a ref, I mean, like we need you. <laughs> we need you to ref our hockey games. So also be nice to your refs. All right, give your refs some some credit. I mean, yeah, there's bad refs and they make bad calls, but like really. We get so mad over offsides and like a trip. Like it's it, what is it? A three minutes in the box? Eh, whatever. Don't let it ruin your yeah. night. Don't let an offsides. One thing is, yeah. Don't and don't yell at them or talk back to them because they're never gonna change the call. Exactly. They're never gonna undo the call. You're only gonna get more time. Yeah. Like, you throw up your hands and you start saying stuff. It's never gonna go in your favor. Yeah. Like, and it was funny. We were watching. We went to the Grizzly game this weekend, and after the game there was one of the Grizzly players, like, having that, like, heart-to-heart. You know, you see after almost every men's league games of the guy, like, you know, like, putting his hands up. Like, come on. You had to have seen it, right? You saw it, right? (laughs) You know, you could tell that's what he was saying to the ref. uh, It was, like, 6-1, and the guy on the one team was like, yeah, you saw it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I was making fun of, like, I said, hey, look, it's no different than a men's league. You know, you always got that one guy talking to the ref. I'm like, come on, dude. You had to have seen it, right? Like, I mean, the game's over. It's fine. But tell me. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, bro. You see that? I want I want to add that stat to my, my score sheet later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I want that minus taken off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we can jump into it. Um, youth hockey. I mean, we talked a little bit of youth hockey last week on the pod. A little bit of, you know, we left DC Wind and some drama and stuff like that. But it's been a, it's been a chaotic week and a half, two weeks of finding a team. And we skated with the Lightning last Saturday in, down in Salt Lake, and it was great. It was fun. And then Ogden. We couldn't skate with them until yesterday because their coaches were out of town. 
And so they wanted us to skate with like the two coaches. And we had another family that left with us. Well, they didn't leave with us like it wasn't like it, but they decided to also leave because we we both were going to play for DC win this year because we knew what we were well, we thought we knew what we were going to have. And so we didn't do a lot of trials because we thought it's going to be the funnest season ever. Like, you know, we're both going to coach or kids are going to be on the team. We're going to yeah. have a blast. Like we knew all the kids and, you know, the returning kids from last year. And so it didn't go that way. We left. They ended up leaving also because they were so fed up with it too. And so they were, so Salt Lake only was going to take one kid and Ogden was only, you know, they were like, well, we have to wait and see you guys skate, I guess on Sunday so we went and skated last night with Ogden, and you know we got to sort it out. And basically, Lexi's gonna go play with the Salt Lake Lightning. So that was the that oh, okay. was the better that was the better fit for everyone. Not so. the play guys are playing Lady Grizz. You guys doing both? We are doing Lady Grizz also. So that was also another thing we took into consideration is you know practice times, practice schedules. So this way. I mean, we are down in Salt Lake literally like six, seven, six, you know, six out of seven days a week we could be down there. So that's a lot. But, I mean, she also has options now. She doesn't have to, like, pick or choose, practice here or practice there. And I like that. So, Right. Well, you know, when you're driving to Bountiful anyways, you know, Salt Lake Steiner (laughs) is, like, not that much farther (laughs) when you're on the freeway. Like, a, I don't know, another 10 minutes. 15 minutes south. It's it's only fourth south is is the is the kicker. Like, do you hit the greens or do you get the reds? Like, it's not like really bad traffic. It's just if you can. There's just so many lights all the way up the hill. So yeah, going east from the freeway up to the rink is the the, the tough part. Yeah, yeah, when you get off the freeway. But I mean, Ogden. I mean, we're like 20 minutes from Ogden, or like you know, you can even get there 15 on a good day, but like. 5.30, get into the ice sheet, dude, that traffic, any way you go, like Riverdale Road is either just packed and full, like on the freeway, or if you go SR-193 up to, you know, over to 89, like 89 is just like that light down the hill, down at the dip where yep. you turn off to go to Morgan Canyon, dude, that's a joke at like 5, 5.30. Just a bottleneck of, yeah, everybody coming from the 93, the 84, and the... Yeah, eight eighty nine, dude, all into like one canyon area to go up in Ogden, two lanes. Yeah, it's it's rough. So man. at After five, yeah, so at five thirty, it's probably sixes going to Ogden or Salt Lake. I mean, one has more miles, but yeah. So we're joining Salt Lake Lightning. We're super excited. Um, we watched both teams actually play each other last weekend. They were playing each other, so that was kind of fun to like go and watch them play each other. Ogden did win both games, but we're, you know, I we've had good conversations with the Lightning, and it's just going to fit better for everyone. So Lexi will be part of the Salt Lake Lightning, and it's going to cool. be a fun and season. You guys beat Kendall's team with the Lady Grizz? We they- did, yeah. So that was that was also fun. I guess I haven't really talked. Well, yeah, I, maybe we talked about it. I don't know. But, yeah, so we played – she played her first game. Like, she has not had a game – refs whistles score sheet since her tournament in vegas over the summer and so she was pumped and so she played with the 12 u's you know she played against the 12 u's and yeah it was it was a good game I mean, it was tied 1-1 one, one, 
after the first, and it was a good game, but then the girls just kind of turned it on, and they went at it. And Lexi played defense for the first time for an entire game. Like, she, last nice. year, like, I was her coach, and she was like, I do not want to play defense. I don't want to play defense. Like, there was one game I was like, all right. No kid wants you're to play playing, defense. You're playing D this game, and I think she only played for, like, half a game even. Maybe she played for the full game, but. So she's never really been a defenseman, but she's so good at skating backwards that, like, she played really well. Like, it was unreal. Like, she never got scored on. And I don't think That's she, nice. I mean, I wouldn't say there was no shots on net while she was on the ice because I think there was, but she played really well. Like, she backed kids, you know, down to this wall and into the corner just like she was playing D, like, for years. So... That's a win right there. Yeah, That's so, a win for sure. So that was awesome to watch her play D like from the stands because I had never really – I mean, I coached her one game, but it was kind of a, a whatever game. So that was a blast. Oh, awesome, dude. So we will play Light, this – Lightning and Bruce. Yeah, so we'll play this weekend in Provo. So that will be our next game. And then we're going to hit a lot of tournaments this year. So it's going to be a blast. I'm super excited to play with that team. That's a good time. And then, yeah, I mean, that's really youth hockey. I got, you know, it's been a, a stressful, you know, week and a half. But it's over. We're glad to have a team, glad to have a home. And, yeah, moving on. I mean, men's league starts this weekend for our men's league, but we don't play until the next week. So, excited for that. But Yeah. November 6th? Yeah, November 6th. Or 5th. Fifth, like sixth, that. I don't know, whatever Friday is. One of those days. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, high school, um, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, – someone hit me up and was like, you going to give Bountiful a shout-out? And I was like, what? Like, they won 21 to nothing. And I was like, what? Oh, my really? gosh. So I looked it up, and it, it said 20 to nothing, but it wasn't – high school website, like, dude, if anybody listens to this and they're on the high school website or know who's ever's running that, get with your program when you go to like standings it'll automatically pull up last year's standings you have to like go switch the option to look at this year's standings and it's also they only have like three games played so far which every team's played way more than that and it's just come on so like for people like us that are trying to like promote the sport you know like i i can't go through back at through everyone's like text messages and stuff and <laughs> you know, to, yeah, that's a someone's got to care about high school hockey to do it. Yeah. Someone's got to care enough but to like, get those but also, schedules I mean, and stats updated. Yeah, but also, like we said, we should, we need some high school insiders. Like like this girl who hit me up, or it was a girl, that sent me this message. I was like, I like that. Like, send me these messages of these cool games that happen. Like, we'd love to report this. So, good job, Bountiful High. Good win. And yeah. Yeah, website still sucks for high school hockey. So whoever's on that, whoever knows somebody, get on it. Let's get this updated. It's kind of ridiculous. Whoever's an insider, <laughs> you got good tips, send them to the Cup Talk page. Yeah. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. All right, so let's jump over to the juniors section. You want to yeah. take the lead on this? Yeah. You're kind of the junior. You always, yeah. You always got the juniors in. Like, I think I got it good, and then, like, Mason hits me with the, you know, the goods. <laughs> that's just – that tends to be, like, where I start when I'm, like, prepping. And so I I'm, I'm, just, you know, I get the most – I think I probably get the best info because then I get, like, 
lazier and lazier as I'm, as I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, but, man. uh, anyways, yeah. So dude, big news really. I think Provo got their first dub yeah. against Ogden. Yeah. That was, it a, was at home. Six five OT winner. That was a big game. Like I saw that and I was like, dang, I bet that was a, like, uh, an epic win an emotional win for that team. And that, that really shows like the essence of hockey where like this team that's just been, you know, getting their, their face kicked in by everybody shows up and beats the best team in the state, you know, on paper. Right. Exactly. And like, it's cool. So they're still sitting at one eleven. They're in last place, but that's a good way to start to try and turn this around. Um, So I got a loss. That's their only game they played this weekend. They won two against or split against Colorado or Pueblo last week. um, The bulls and their, pink night you know they did the whole pink night and then i think they like had these like jerseys that they brought out with like pink stripes and the blue and like and then some pink on the socks and it has a little ribbon it's kind of cool and then they did the diagonal mustangs down it you know it's like it's always <laughs> a good look when you get the diagonal i think that, that's down. like an epic hockey like look you know right like classic like penguins you yeah. know old you think of that they brought back one of those last year they need to bring back For the, the black. reverse retros yeah those were sick yeah Anyways, that was that was Ogden, and then uh, you know the Outliers went down. So Utah, the Outliers' crosstown rival down in West Valley, they are on a little streak since. So they won last week against Pueblo. So they made that road trip down. They split with Ogden last weekend, and they uh, played uh, Salt Lake or the Outliers on Sunday and lost. And then the Outliers went down to Pueblo and won three in a row this weekend. So. They're up in the standings now. They're tied with Ogden for first place with 15 points, nice. seven, one, and one. Nice. And they lost like six zero to Ogden two out of the gate. Like, and they've lost one in OT to Ogden, but that those are the only losses they've rallied since then. Yeah. So, so I mean, Ogden seemed like they were the the favorites, and now I mean, Outliers are still hanging around, but you got Riverblades coming up with a big win on the weekend. So, Juniors is heating and up, uh, and yeah. It's going to be a good season going forward. Right. And this is what we saw last year. Like Ogden was leading the way and then slowly outliers creeped in. And then all of a sudden the, you know, outlier, the Provo went on that rampage and they were all kind of like neck and neck and alternating until eventually the outliers made it to Natty's. So yeah, we'll see what happens this year. You know, these teams staying close, but yeah, the junior hockey product I think is pretty good right now in Utah. And then what these, uh, New two new teams are going to open up. Is it this weekend or next weekend? They, they, the sixth, November sixth, that weekend. Yeah. That's, okay, so the same, so a couple weeks. Yeah. Same weekend that we'll we'll start playing. So, yeah, hopefully they continue that streak of good junior hockey. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. We'll see. I, I hopefully, I guess, like I said, I hopefully I can catch a game out there when we're out there for a tournament or something. But yeah, let's bounce on over to the college in the state. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of good games back and forth. I mean, we could just get the one. You, the University of Utah played uh, Arizona State. They split those games. It seems like that's kind of their thing. Like split the weekend. It's like I don't know if they have conversations before. Like, hey, we get a win, you guys get a win, <laughs> or if just that division or that level is just that competitive where everybody's trading games back and forth, and that's that's what you like to see. Yeah, it looks pretty good, and I mean. Yeah, those splits, it seems like it's just, yeah, neck and neck. Like the difference may just not be that big. They, I mean, they won those first two at home against Arizona, 
but they were close scores. They were close scores. And then they lost to UNLV in pretty close scores too, like two two straight, you know, in Vegas. So like that, that you know, top division one ACHA they're playing seems like some of those teams out here in the West, anyways, are pretty close. And the the division two, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything from them in a while. I really don't know their schedule much, but hopefully they can get and get some more games in and get a couple wins and you know have it be yeah, a successful they... season. And you you just don't want that like narrative to say that like oh they brought in the D one D two and the D one team is really good and the D two team just sucks. Yeah, and then like maybe they just fizzle it out. You want to see them at least push through a whole season and then like assess from there. You know, like what we're gonna do. They have you know some of their good alumni coaching that team and then yeah you know it's been a good program big school you know I don't see why they can just turn around if it's you know rough I think they're what like 0-3 or 0-4 right now but yeah. get a couple wins you know build some momentum yeah and then the third U of U team I mean the women's I mean we got interviews from them today so yeah to shout them out gonna have our first returning guest on the show Brooke Burns and Grace Crew Crook Crookshank, I think I said that right. Crookshank. So, Grace and Brooke. Excited to talk to later. Yeah, so that'll be fun to talk to them, and super excited for their season. That's going pretty much like that too. They're where they're splitting games, they're winning, they're losing, they're growing, they're having fun. Yeah, and uh, they've been killing some teams. Yeah, they... these ladies. So <laughs> they look really good, actually. That the D one women's team, club team. They look they look solid. Yeah, and then. The rest of the state seemed like, you know, they were playing everybody between the Aggies, BYU, UVU, and Weber. It seemed like it was just like a round-robin tournament weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were all, it was, you know, these northern teams going down south, south coming up north. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, big one, BYU wins that shootout thriller against Weber State. And that was a good one. And I was actually at the rink before the game. And I talked to the goalie from Weaver State, and you know, I asked him if he was playing. He said, "Yeah," and I was like, "Good job." And then the BYU team showed up as we were leaving, so talked to Jacob as I was leaving the rink and stuff. So, oh, cool! It was a it was a good little time before the game, and we actually watched it. We watched the stream. We were there like five, and the game wasn't for another two hours, but we had some plans with some friends and stuff, and Mark and some hockey buddies that kind of get together with our kids that all just were on the ice together. And so we watched the game, though, in the stream, and, man, what a goalie battle. Was it? Was it a pretty – I didn't watch the game. It I was saw one, it was one, one of the one shootout goals. In, yeah, but... it was one and one going into the, the overtime and then just back and forth in overtime, too, like great saves back and forth. And then the shootout, oh, man, there was some awesome saves for both goalies. I mean, Jacob Eisenstadt did score in the shootout. I mean, that was pretty cool. So, it was it was an epic game, and I can only imagine. And I was kicking myself for not being in the stands for that one, but it was a good game, and it was good to talk to the, both those guys before the game, and you know, it was fun to cool. see them. And so, yeah, I mean, good to see some of those. Yeah, yes, we had, and they <laughs> so yeah, Weber State went down there and beat BYU. Kind of ended their undefeated streak that they were on, yeah. And then Provo, that Provo comes up, BYU comes up, and gets them this weekend. So that that's like a cool back and forth series. 
yeah, just like, them. just like we were talking, like this is this is fun to watch. Like you really like okay, it's fun to see a dominant team, but it's fun to see them go back and forth. And then I mean, the next night Weber gets a shutout win against UVU. So I mean, you go from a goalie battle that goes to a shootout one one to a shutout the next night. So I mean, they're coming back hot. They beat UVU with a shutout, and then I was gonna what were you say? Sorry, I was gonna ask you, yeah, if you saw the score because I couldn't find that score anywhere. It was like UVU. four, five, nothing is what it was. Nice. So okay. UVU seems like they're they're getting a little bit better, like they're growing as a team. I mean, what was that first game like? Fifteen one, they played them. Yeah, it seems like Weber State's been kind of like the biggest uh, kryptonite to them too. Yeah. I think they've had much closer games. I mean, they've had some closer games with Utah State and then a little bit closer at BYU. Yeah. But when they come coming up to Ogden, they seem to really struggle or. Actually, was this one at home or was this one in this Ogden? This one was at Ogden. Yes, they, it was at Ogden. Okay. So, but, and then BYU goes after the shootout win. The next night they go up to Utah State. And they've been looking forward to this one, cause, you know, because they were going to have, oh, yeah. they were going to have them that weekend, but then they switched it and UVU came up and played. So this is BYU's first trip up to that barn. And dude, that barn was rocking and rolling that was buzzing i saw that ot there that that game winner yeah those got those fans go nuts oh man i was that was another game i was like oh my gosh why didn't i not hit up the college tour this weekend and just like hit up college games i mean there was a lot of good hockey going on this weekend it was unreal how much hockey was going right. on like with the state and it was good hockey it's cool too because some of these videos that these guys are posting on Instagram like Weber and Utah State they're like going viral or getting all these likes and views too when they're posting their clips yeah you know they've been like they've been buzzing in like their socials and buzzing like it's it's been cool to see like it's it's a good level of hockey and it's fun like yeah like it's just fun to watch yeah and like it makes the kids like dude this is where you could be in a couple years so just keep playing, yeah. having fun, like, and go to these games. Support these people. If if you're not, and if you're not, you can't make it to the games because I mean everybody's busy and stuff, dude. Pop on, watch these streams. I've been loving the streams because like, I'm a busy guy, you know, go to a lot of hockey myself, got the kids, and so it's been fun to like watch these games while I'm doing other things and stuff, and just cheering them on. And yeah, I mean that that Utah State. I mean Utah State's been kind of on a slump, you know, against these against Weber yeah. and, you know, BYU and stuff and just haven't been they winning some the tough games. Ones. So, I mean, that was a huge one for them. And I'd love to talk to, I mean, our buddy, like, Trace Farr and stuff. And we see, you know, just talk to him about it. I know we see, I don't think we see played that game, but, I mean, it'd be fun to just talk to him and ask him about it. Yeah, what well, like an electric atmosphere and to, to win, you know, beat, that's like a big monkey off their back because it was a 4-5 straight they've lost to, yeah. BYU now, and they got to win in Provo against UVU the night before. So, like, yeah, that's a good pick me up for them because they've lost some tough games this season. So, so good for that, a good point for them to try and turn that around. And as far as who's the top club team in Utah right now, I don't know. There, it's all pretty close. Like, I know that Utah has a D1 team that's like another tier, but you know, as far as these other teams go, I don't know, like, who's really the top team because they're they're all taking punches at each other, like. Like I would love to see a weekend where the, you know that each team plays each other and then kind of like a Utah tournament. I don't know if they do that, but that would be fun. That'd be a blast. Yeah, I, 
I think there is a Beehive Classic or something like that. Or at least there used to be. So maybe if we can catch wind of it, yeah, we can catch some of that action. So that'd be a lot of fun. I'd be definitely going to that one. So, um, and then I mean, the big news out of Utah really is Utah Grizzlies are up and going yeah. back in town, and they they played a preseason game last weekend, and they played a preseason game in Idaho. So they played this was they played five games straight against Idaho Steelheads. They lost both preseason games. They went up to Boise on Friday. They lost. They were it was like one nothing after the first period, and then Boise just came storming back, and they lost. It was like seven three, so yeah, big loss. And then they played at home, and the Grizzlies honestly like they got more shots, but they just weren't those quality shots. Like they just couldn't get anything going, and it was like one of those games like when you're playing a men's league and like you feel like you're working so hard, and then the other team comes back and just gets an easy goal, and it was just like oh my gosh, we can. I mean, they scored the first goal. That was great, but then Idaho just seemed to just stay ahead of them the entire game, and like every time we got a goal like to notch closer, they put another easy just tapper in, and it was like, oh my gosh! I mean, Peyton Jones was playing out of his mind, but he was playing so aggressive, and they would just sneak someone on the back door. It seemed like all night, and he would just tap it in. So Grizzlies, you were at that game, right? Yeah, so we was at the game on on Saturday, and. Dude, the Grizzlies have a small team compared to the other, you know, to the, I mean, to the Idaho Stillheads. I mean, A.J. White that played for the Grizzlies last year, I mean, he's been playing for the Stillheads for who knows how long, 20 years probably. <laughs> but, I mean, he came for the Grizzlies last year because their Steelheads weren't playing because of the COVID year. But he went back to the Steelheads. He's their captain again. Like, when he lined up on the faceoff against pretty much any other guy he lined up against, twice his size. Like I'm not even joking. It looked like a yeah. dad facing off like a, a little squirt or peewee kid. I mean, well the Grizzlies, yeah, what top player last year, Boucher is like five seven. Yeah. Something like that. He's maybe five eight. He's a pretty small guy. And there's some and taller then, guys, but they're just skinny, like they're just little. Yeah, not not super thick. I was surprised at how and I know like They've had a good team for a while, and Idaho's been pretty good. But I was surprised, like, how dominant they were opening this weekend after not playing. I guess, you know, it's the players that leave Utah because, you know, they were fortunate to gather better players with less teams. But I was surprised after Utah's had some, like, returners. You know, like Trey Bradley, they the name like captain. 10. and He's young. Yeah, him and yeah. Boucher, you know, in general. I was like, you know, with that chemistry, I thought maybe they would take these games. A little more, you know, or, or go at least two, two and one, but Idaho looks pretty solid. Cannot yeah, get so, yeah. I mean, they got shoved around like it was, it was kind of like, and there was a point in the the third period where the Grizzlies seemed like they were they were gonna storm back. They were they were moving the puck, and Idaho just like turned on the hits and like just literally like smashed the Grizzlies all over the ice. And they literally just Damn. beat them down. Like it was like they were getting beat on the scoreboard, and then they were getting beat on the ice. And you would just want you wanted that fight, you know, like you know that Grizzlies home opener fight, you know, like we're not gonna go out, you know, without a swing, and it just never happened. And they were wearing their their skeletons for the home opener. I don't know if that was the best time to wear the skeleton jerseys. I would have probably waited till the Sunday game to wear those because I mean it's home opener. So I mean. But the crowds are usually like very minimal on the Sunday afternoon, so maybe they just wanted to try and bust it out. Because the Saturday night crowd 
tends to be pretty good. It was it was just shy of six thousand. So that's that's solid. It was yes. like a barn. I think they hold ten, eleven thousand people there. Yeah, so it, it was a it was a it was a good crowd, and that's that was the bummer. Like you know, you got the pack barn home opener. You're wearing the slim good body suits. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Skeletor. <laughs> hey, they reposted the post yeah. that you posted. I wore it better, though. Yeah, yeah, those are... I mean, I saw, I was like, dude, that's slim good body with that, you know, it's black instead of <laughs> flesh color, but... <laughs> so that was awesome. Yeah. But, so, I get it, but they didn't get the win, and then Sunday, I didn't go because we had to skate with Ogden, and so, you know, but hey, they, they got a shout hey. out on Sunday. Nice for a win, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was Trent Miner was the goalie. So he gets his first shout out as a Utah Grizzlies. And okay. Ryan Bowen got two goals. So he's, you know, started off with the first one and then got a second. So, I mean, after losing to Idaho four games straight, Coming back and having a shutout win, I mean, that shows that you're not going away without a fight. And I don't know. That's some good resilience. I don't know how rough the game was if there was some fight back, but I mean, Ryan Knaswich gets his first win as coach. So that's a good way yep. to cap off the weekend. And it seems like the the Lord's Day is their lucky day still. And <laughs> <laughs> they tend to be pretty good on that final game, especially in those Sunday games. So. Yeah, I don't know if it's a little. A little Christian Luck or whatever they get here in the state Utah, Utah but... Christian faith, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, all these LDS, you know, people coming over after their ch- morning church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I, mean, I, wish, I wish I was there. I really wish I would have gone to the Sunday game. The Sunday games are kind of fun because they are a little less. I'll tell you what. Saturday was packed, and I have never waited in line for food or drinks or whatever. It it was. It kind of sucked, you know, to have to wait in line again. Wait. <laughs> I know. Yeah, last year with the, like, 2,500 fan limit, you know, it was like lines were just flowing, flying you, right through. You just walk up, get something, like, oh, I forgot something. I'll just walk back up and grab it. Like, nope, not this time. Yeah. I Autumn wanted no. some nachos, so I had to sneak out, you know, like, like, all right, five minutes in, I'm going. I ran out, grabbed the nachos, back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was a lot of fun to see – a lot of people at the rink again. And that honestly, that was my favorite part of the whole Utah Grizzlies being back was seeing familiar faces at the rink, seeing lots of people at the rink. And it was a blast, you know, talking to the Grizzly staff that I have learned to come to know over the years, you know, here and there and stuff. And, you know, just seeing those fa- the familiar faces, like yeah, the, the Maverick Center yeah. is, is home, you know, it's home for hockey for me and stuff. And it's always fun to get back and, Hopefully, me and you, we can get to a game soon together. Um, yes, and this... people got to know the Utah Grizzlies are pro. I always, I heard to get on the radio. You know, like we only have like one pro team in Utah, the Jazz. Yeah, you know, and it's like someone corrected me, like actually though, there's the RSL too. You know, the Real Salt Lake. And I was like, oh my gosh, like people <laughs> just think that since they're the third league, it's not professional. You know, like, it's a pro team. Like these games, they're... the level of hockey, it's legit. They yeah. don't get paid as much as the NHL, but these guys are just a couple steps away from being in the NHL. Just, you know, a couple decisions or, yeah, you know, like a some development away from being there. And some of them are draft picks. There's a couple draft picks, like Avalanche draft picks on the Utah Grizzlies. So 
Yeah. I mean, you got a couple hometown boys. I mean, that's fun to watch. You watch some guys that could be in the NHL one day, and you can just watch yeah. some good hockey. Like, it's fun hockey. So get your butts to the Utah Grizzly games. Go to the Maverick Center. Get to the Maverick Center. I mean, it's home. So this next weekend, they're on the road in Allen, and then they're back home the weekend of the 5th and 6th. Seems like everybody's home that weekend. You know, we're playing. <laughs> Outliers are playing. Everybody's home back weekend, home. Huh? Yeah, so another big weekend for Utah hockey. So get out there, play some hockey, watch some hockey, and yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so. All right, so now we're just going to kick it over to our interview with Brooke Burns and Grace Hushek. Shank. <laughs> All right, today on the podcast, we got University of Utah women's hockey captain Brooke Burns, first returning guest on the podcast, and teammate Grace Crookshank. How is it going, girls? Hey, girls. Good. How are you doing? Doing great. I also want to mention that I'm here with my wife, Autumn, <laughs> doing this interview, so she's excited also. I'm, I am. I'm, I'm outnumbered here, you know? <laughs> All the girls. Girl hey, power. That's okay. Usually we're outnumbered. <laughs> that's right. That is so right. Awesome. So let's, uh, how's the season been? Yeah, I mean, just, uh, Brooke, how's the season been? Um. It's actually been really well, um, considering this is just our second year um, as a team since COVID. We didn't get to have a season. It's actually gone really smoothly and really well. Um, we've had two weekends of games now, and we've been killing it. Yeah, it's going really well. I think that um, we started off like with training camp like right away in August, and ever since then, it's just been going really smoothly and that was like a good way to like get it started for sure good way to just you know just jump in there and just get <laughs> things rolling after a, a year like last year where like you didn't know and it probably just... feels good to get out there again yeah 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 it's been really fun well, so you guys uh, you guys went to back east and you guys went to denver yeah so denver absolute sweep bring out the broom it was awesome. Um, I saw those scores. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, and then when we went back east, uh, you know, there are some good established teams that have been playing for 20 years. And so for us to hold up a pretty good fight back there was a good representation of how our season's going to go. I feel like uh, even though we didn't win those games, uh, we still – really did hold up a good fight and it was fun to play yeah. yeah yeah really like good like competition and it was like nice to see how we matched up with them nice yeah i mean you played some pretty prominent schools for back east i mean the hockey schools i mean you guys played was it rhode island university and umass amherst yeah so umass won the national championship for the men's hockey last year so i mean that's that's a pretty good school <laughs> yeah they were good. They were fun to play, though. It's fun to play those teams. Well, I mean, I want to talk about going back east. Let's hear this stick story. <laughs> yeah, we got to I want to hear the firsthand stick story. Grace, <laughs> Grace, let's, Grace let's hear it. Okay. Um, so we get to the airport at, like, 4 in the morning. So, you know, we're all a little out of it. But um, <laughs> we 
like have all our sticks in the stick bag. We get it through the check-in, whatever. And we land in UMass, like Connecticut, probably, or Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I think it was like four hours before our game started. I think that's what it was. Yeah. But, um, and we, it turns out they didn't put our stick bag on the plane. So they put it on like a later flight. Oh no. So yeah. did you so eventually did. get it like through the trip or gone the whole trip? No sticks. We got it after our second UMass game. So we had two, we had two games without our sticks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, that was a time cause our uh, general manager, her name's Amy. She hopped on the bus and she was like, so if you guys, didn't know uh southwest has lost our sticks and we're like <laughs> oh man and you just have to laugh about it because like what can you do but yeah. um bertelli's skate shop in um I, in um, massachusetts they hooked it up they were super nice they let us all come in and pick out brand new sticks that's awesome so was it, like, uncomfortable, like, playing with stick, like, not your stick? I know Lexi, my daughter, is, like, she has to have her stick or she loses her mind. <laughs> yeah, I think some people were able to adjust more than others because I think some people were able to find, like, a stick that fit them a little bit a little bit better than others. So I think it just kind of half and half there so, so some people like we're like oh my gosh i have to play with you know nothing some people are like oh upgrade <laughs> yeah. time to get a nice stick yeah <laughs> i know it was fun getting new sticks but i mean we had people like whiffing it during oh, um, warm-ups I'm and everything sure. and hard to aim yeah when you just don't know but honestly i feel like we did pretty well yeah yeah it was funny that, like, UMass coaches, like, brought us, like, saws, and we were, like, cutting our sticks, like, in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> I, I was and, just going to ask that. Did, like, someone run to, like, Lowe's or Home Depot and get by a little hacksaw and just start hacking everyone's stick down? Yeah. yeah. No, we've got, like, the – they're, like, raggedy, super thin. I'm holding Grace's stick between my legs, oh and she's my gone God, away. My hand saw. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No injuries, right? Everyone, everyone. <laughs> no. no. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Did anybody get stuck with a wood twig? No. No, no. Oh, yeah. Everyone had like nice sticks. <laughs> yeah. I, we had, like those were, we got a good deal. Yeah, we did good. So shout out Bertelli Skate Shop. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, so are you, now are you using your, your old stick or using the new stick? I'm using my old stick. <laughs> I went back. I'm just hopping around. <laughs> there you go. No favorite. <laughs> Some days I'm like, I'll use my backup. I'll use a new one. Maybe. Oh, the so, so, so the old one is the backup now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I had to hear the story when I when I saw it and I read about it. I was like, I could not believe it. Like that was. That's like my worst nightmare is like forgetting something. It really is. Letter and like usually me, I'm like running down to like Bountiful or Salt Lake. And I'm like, oh my gosh, a stick or my skates, you know, do I have time to run back? But you guys are in Boston basically. <laughs> There's no running back. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it was. That wasn't interesting. I've never had that happen. Yeah. <laughs> One for the books. A story for the books. So, I mean, we've talked to Brooke before, and so Grace, I want. I want to hear. Like, what did you? Where'd you play youth hockey? Where'd you grow up playing? And tell us about yourself. I am from Minnetonka, Minnesota. So I just moved out here like about two years ago now for school. So um, I just grew up playing like for my hometown, like all the way up through high school. And I just, my sister moved here um, like a year before I was going to go to college. And I just fell in love with the city. And it turns out they were having a women's team starting up the next year. So it just worked out perfectly for me to, for me to keep playing. What was your what was your youth hockey team that you played for the most? I guess most time. <laughs> Do you have like one that like, you played for? I just played for like my city growing up, so just like the Minnetonka youth hockey program. Oh, so, nice! Yeah. And then Minnetonka yeah. High is that where you played high school hockey? Is yeah. That... yeah, yeah. There you go. Is that how it's run over there? Is it by like where you live is where you play hockey, or do you have like here in Utah? And Brooke probably is done. I was like, you can go play hockey wherever you want. And and other states, it's not like that. It's regionalized. So is it like that in Minnesota? Yeah. So it's all, um, like, by where you live. Yeah. So they have, like, women's, like, women's programs starting when you're six years old all the way up until. Oh, so they even, oh, yeah. have, so they even have just girls programs that age. Yeah. So mm-hmm. have so you did. The Minnetonka, sorry, the Minnetonka um, all girls program started in like 2000, I want to say. So they've had like all girls hockey, like all up until like, until like high school for quite a bit now. Wow. And so you never played co-ed hockey or like not on an organized team? No. no. Oh, wow. Never. Oh, that's really cool. Do you, do you wish you would have got dream. that? Do you wish you would have got that? Like, you know, or did you enjoy uh, just not being you know, even having that option, like it's just easier just to play with all girls. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I never really like thought that much about it just because it's like, I've always like had the opportunity to, to play with all girls, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm just grateful that I've had a lot of opportunities growing up. So, yeah. Awesome. And I mean, Brooke, you, you played, you know, co-ed most your life, right? Yeah. No, so this is only, I think, in total, my third year playing women's. Nice. Did so, you ever Did you ever play for the Lady Grizz? Or? No, I played for Lady Lightning oh, okay. um, oh, cool. when I was, like, 11 or 12. No, like, 11, I think. But for the most part, I just played um, guys hockey. What organization did you play for, Brooke? Um, so I played for Lightning. And then, let's see, pretty much just like county and that stuff until high school. I was on uh, Brighton High School as far as to be. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We actually just moved our daughter to the Lightning today, basically. Did you? (laughs) She basically signed with the Lightning today, I guess you could say. Well, congrats. That's really exciting. She's really excited. Hometown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we're just gonna live at the Steiner Rink pretty much every Between night. Between Lady Grizz and <laughs> and the Lightning team, we will be at Steiner like almost every night. <laughs> hey, well we're there every 
We're there, we're there like four or five times a week. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll probably yeah, no, but Lightning's a good program. I played Lightning with actually a few of the boys that play on the men's team at the U now. So cool. That's awesome. You you stick with your friends. It's fun. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Good to hear. Um, so um, back to you, Grace. Is there any coaches growing up that, like, you know, really stood out in your mind that, you know, you would like to, like, give a shout-out to? Or um, I think that, well, my dad coached me, like, growing up. So I think that he definitely gets a lot of credit there, and he's always been, like, a big supporter of mine. But um, other than that, I don't know. It's been – seen a lot of coaches and stuff i can't really think of any in particular that i'd <laughs> i'd give a shout out to but um yeah like i've definitely had like um like my parents have always been very supportive of me and helpful when it comes to growing my hockey skills and career so we owe a lot to the parents, right? <laughs> we are slowly becoming those parents to the 10-year-olds. So. <laughs> I'm hoping when my daughter's on a podcast in 10 years and they're asking her, <laughs> the, 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 she says my name too. Maybe then <laughs> we get kidding. a thank you, right? <laughs> That's awesome. She will. She will. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. So when's your guys' uh, next home games? All right. So our next home games are Friday, November 12th and 13th um, at 1.30, both days. Um, so just a Friday, Saturday, and we're playing Boulder. That would be fun. So so the Friday is also a day game? Yeah. Okay. So take your kids out of school, you know. <laughs> if you're us, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Get them on out. <laughs> I think I think watch. we'll be in Park City that weekend. I mean, not like it's that far, but we'll be in a tournament in Park City that weekend. So hopefully we can, uh, Maybe we can make just it on. Come down. on down between games. <laughs> watch your guys. Yeah, game. I know. Oh, hopefully your daughter comes and does Blue Line Buddies. Yeah, I saw that. You know that sign up for that, and so yeah, we can definitely to. just sign her up. I think that's my press procrastination on that part so you always send the stuff to me <laughs> not, not, i should i should <laughs> i think i think it's also that we, we we at that point played for another organization that we practice and played fridays saturdays and i know that's when most of your guys games are so but right now we'll be in salt lake anyways yeah so. lexi will also be on the lightning team with a couple of the lady grizz girls too so maybe they would want to do it too yeah so we'll have to pass on out. the information yeah <laughs> So, I mean, Brooke, I, we've kind of talked about this, but what was the moment when you decided to play college hockey? Mm. I mean, what, what, what led to, <laughs> like, you actually being like, I want to play college hockey? Well, I remember when I was younger, I did, but, I mean, I, I grew up playing men's hockey, like, just co-ed, and so I never really had that opportunity. And so when I was a freshman at the U – um, Morgan Marietti um, she tracked me down because she was my coach when I played Lady Lightning um, so she tracked me down and I had quit at this point decided to throw on the towel and um, she tracked me down and she sat me down and she's like please like just like give hockey another chance like I know like we can make it work and um, then 
I was like, okay, you know what? Like, we'll see how it goes. And then I helped her um, do recruiting for like the rest of the year and the rest of the team. And then by sophomore year, we have the team. Um, so it was, I really do owe it to her. She sucked me back into the game and I'm really happy she did. Um, and it was fun being coached by her again. I've heard so many good things about her. Yeah. Awesome. She, she's, I think she's coaching at Ogden now and we almost went to Ogden. Yeah. So. She's helping with the tenure team. So we've heard lots of good things about her. Grace, yeah, do you have, great. do you have a major? Are you, did, were you just studying at Utah and so then you decided to play? Yeah. So I was actually, um, I'm a year younger than Brooke. So I'm, was a freshman the first year of the program. So I was just touring, um, the school and by the end of my, my senior year of high school I was kind of like burnt out and wasn't sure if I yeah. wanted to play hockey and then when I was touring the school I just decided to like meet with AJ and Morgan and um, after that meeting I um, kind of made that decision that I wanted to keep playing because just the program um, seemed like it was going to be such a good time and I really wanted to be um, a part of what they were building here so yeah Seems like a good crew over there. Yeah, well, I mean, good I team. Was, so uh, we'll, we'll ask both of you this question, but Grace, what's your favorite part about playing college hockey? Um, I think just like the social aspect of it. Like our team is like so great. Like we have such a great like team dynamic this year, and like all the girls are like super sweet. And I think that that's my favorite part of it. And just like always like having like that support group and group of friends, friendship. Awesome. So, Brooke, what's your favorite part of playing college hockey? I I would say probably the same thing. And, you know, it's kind of a motivating factor in college to, like, do well. And it's fun and knowing, like Grace said, that you have that support. And you're all in college playing. And it's not easy for easier for one person compared to the other. And we're all just getting together and playing hockey, which is fun. That's awesome. How, how are you feeling after the injury, Brooke? The hip surgery? The surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. The surgery, injury, the where surgery. I, I guess it wasn't really it. It was a, a slow injury, right? <laughs> it, yeah. Um, doing really well. So I was actually excited for our first game. Um, it was on the year anniversary of my surgery, which was cool, but... I ended up passing a kidney stone the same day. So. Oh my gosh, that's the worst! <laughs> in the airport, in the airport on the way to our Denver game. Oh man, does Ouch. it get more exciting than that? You know, one year anniversary, got the shakies from that, and you oh, know, man. throw a kidney stone in first game jitters. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Awesome. <laughs> so, what are you guys looking forward to most this season, uh, Grace? Let's start with you. Um, I'm excited to get playing some home games. I think that that's always exciting and, and fun to play like on your home ice. And I think we're going to do really well continuing on. So Yeah, because that will be your first home game that Friday, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, Brooke, what, what's your, what, what are you most excited for this season? I'm just excited to see like how we do throughout the whole season. I feel like we are – a lot better of a team this year just because numbers we just 
are doing so well and I'm excited to see um, just this the rest of the season and I'm also excited for home games they're always a lot more fun to play feels good to play at home yeah, get the, get the crowd out there, get the rowdies, you know, <laughs> have a wild time, do a little tailgating before maybe. <laughs> Not for exactly. the players. <laughs> in the parking lot. In the parking lot, yeah. Oh, Shut well. your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to get out to a game and watch you guys play and rip it up. I mean, I see you guys been ripping it up yeah, across town. They're so cheering for you. It's going to be fun to see you guys, you know, at the Steiner just – tearing it up <laughs> we'll get there we are nice november 12th november yeah. 12th 1 30 take day off work get your school kids or out saturday you know. afternoon and if you miss that one saturday afternoon that's right and we also have a skate with the team oh a skate with um, the team yeah not not until december but i mean not still it's that's coming exciting. up like oh, okay, okay. Second. december 2nd so the kids can like come watch the game and then do a skate with the team. Sweet. Awesome. awesome. So a lot of things to put on your calendar, you know, come out and support these girls and watch these girls. Is there anything else you would like to, you know, shout out Grace or share anything you want to share? I don't think so. I mean, just get out to our games. We're going to be, we're going to be good. Tearing it up. Brooke, is there anything else you wanted to add? I also just want to shout out our coaching staff. Like for this year, they have done such a great job of like being thrown in. I mean, we had Brayden yo um, last year. She was our assistant coach, and now she stepped up as head coach. And then we've got Amanda and Rodney, and they are absolutely unreal coaches. They do such a great job. Yeah, they're awesome. They're doing they're doing a really good job, and they're doing so much for the program. Yeah. So I think can't can't leave without shouting them out. They've done such a great job helping us out. Shout out to the coaches. Awesome. So I'm I'm just so glad you guys are blazing the trail for the girls in this state, you know, to have someone to look up to. So I'm excited. I love seeing it. <laughs> I love going forward and hopefully, you know, my daughter's playing college hockey yeah. at some point and you know I know it's, it's she loves having a team to look up to. Like it's so you know, girls in hockey don't have that usually in Utah. So it's awesome what you guys are doing. Yeah. So thank you so much. We love doing it. Yeah. Thank you so much (laughs) for coming on, having, you know, a good time. So enjoy. You guys play before the home game? Do you guys go on a road trip or anything? No, we were supposed to play Air Force this weekend, but not anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we will see you November 12th. Thank (laughs) you again for coming on. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See ya. (laughs) Bye. Welcome back. We are back. To, you know. The show. Cool girls. <laughs> all hockey players. You know, good yeah. interview. Yeah, great. So let's jump into, you know, the, the NHL. NHL is up and running. You already got drama. You already got storylines. You always got people overachieving, underachieving, and all around. So um, you got... You got uh, four teams that are still undefeated. I mean, this airs tomorrow, so there could be only one team tomorrow. There's still a possibility of one. Because if we have the Panthers, the Oilers, the Blues, and the Hurricanes that are still all undefeated. The Panthers, Blues, and yep. Hurricanes play tonight. So 
by the time you're listening to this, there could be only one. Un- there will be at least one undefeated team. Um, I'm hoping the they don't all play each other, do they? No, no, none of them play each other. So there could still be four undefeated teams tomorrow. Hopefully it's not the Hurricanes. They play the Maple Leafs first time. <laughs> Frederick Anderson will play against the Leafs. So, I mean, he'll probably have a big game. And Leafs are struggling, to say the least. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's good to see. Yeah, it's really, it's really killing, me seeing, killing me in fantasy land, man. It's got Mitch Marner. <laughs> that was a safe, that was the right pick at that time. Yeah. And he got me like 0.5 points last week. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Marnie, what's going on? You're my first pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow. Uh, yeah, yeah so, but anyways. Yeah. Hey, it's early, though. It's, it's early, so, but it's fun to talk about these undefeated. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like football where, like, by the end of the, like, week 10, 12, 13, you still have, like, one undefeated team or something, like, or week 8. I mean, we're... We're five yeah. games in. We're undefeated. That's pretty good for a hockey team. I mean, the Sharks and Minnesota were both undefeated until yesterday. So, I mean, we yeah, this could be over by the weekend. I'm I'm, I'm guessing right. that all these teams lose by the weekend. So, just because that's how hockey's a a sport where and, even if the Buffalo Sabers are playing the Oilers, I I could see them getting a win. And, I mean, speaking of the Buffalo Sabers, I mean, they had three wins. They were undefeated. But they dropped yeah. their last two games. They still got a point in overtime, though. But they're doing all right. It's fun because you never it, – it, it's always a little bit different than you think it's going to be or different. You know, like, you know, Edmonton, Carolina, Florida were all pretty good last year. And Florida even picked up some more talent this year. So I don't think it's, like, super – it's not it wasn't unimaginable. But, like, St. Louis, they looked pretty rough last year. And they, oh, yeah. Like, finished on like a bad streak so for them to be full undefeated right now you're like oh, okay st louis huh? maybe are we is bennington gonna be back in form you know or you know those guys figured it out yeah i mean you know, we're, we're talking gonna about, read those read those guys yeah we were talking about two weeks ago like that they don't even look like they want to stay on the cup two years ago and yeah exactly on our preseason picks so yeah I mean, and we you always do your preseason picks, and you're like, oh, these guys got it for sure. Like, how could I bet against these guys? And then the season starts, and you're like, oh no, I should. Why did I even pick those guys? I, I didn't. Think, I was. What, I, could, I know. I knew that. I, I should have known that. You know, <laughs> the writing was on the wall. You know, <laughs> and well, and then the team that I was picking in you know Pacific Vegas, they one and four. Oh my god, they're not looking great, and Leonard has struggled. And that, I think he's one and three. Yeah, I mean, out of the, I mean, is it time for teams to hit the panic button? For some of these top I, teams, or you think they just play it out, or are you think in like two weeks, you know, three weeks, they're still just playing it out, and you know, they're going. I think so. One and four. I think it's time to maybe like have conversations, you know, like management, and maybe like you know start assessing, right? Like where's seeing where this is going to go, but yeah, like. I don't think it's time to panic, but maybe start to think like, okay, well, well, five more five games down the road or ten games down the line, if this hasn't picked up at all, and we want to be in the playoffs, we're gonna we maybe need to do something. Well, I, so everyone was talking about everyone was talking about Montreal. It seemed this week that they were hadn't won a game, and everyone's like, oh, they're done, they're done. Stick a fork in them. 
yeah, they went to the Stanley Cup finals, you know. And, like, we talked about this. There always seems to be that team that goes to the finals, doesn't win, and then they're nobodies, you know, within a year or two. And it was like, well, Montreal's yeah. hitting this one hard, and they're hitting it fast. And and they, they did get a win last week or on the weekend against the Red Wings. But, I mean, Vegas has one win. Seattle has one win. So is it time for these teams to start hitting the panic button? I mean, Vegas was like a lot of people's pick to just – steamroll this whole Pacific division. Yeah. And yeah. I would say no, but maybe if you're that organization, you know, it is like, cause you're, well, I don't, you know, like, especially if you're, I don't know, like if you're a GM or coach in Vegas, you know, they're probably going to, they're probably get pressing on you a little more at this point. Like, Hey, you've been up there every year, but we haven't gotten the cup. Yeah. You know, we made the cup, made it there and then lost. So like, you know, you could see them make changes if, if it doesn't pan out for them the next couple of years, like yeah. a Dan Bilesman went in in Pittsburgh and then, yeah. you know, getting fired because he was still one of the best teams every year, but not winning it. You know, <laughs> that standard, that standard just goes up. Yeah. And they expect the, the complete excellence in winning a cup. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, one and four looks bad, but I guess if they went two and eight. Yeah. And then you're, what is that? Like? I mean, that's an eighth of the season. Right yeah. there, there, you know, ten games in, two wins. Like, yeah, yeah. You're twelve. You know, you're almost twenty. You know, what twelve and a half percent? One eighth. You know, you're coming up on a quarter. Like, yeah, if you're two and eight, and it's gonna look that way through the first quarter of the season, like you might be digging your grave. Yeah, and the hockey season is long. I mean, it's eighty-two games, but I mean, ten games in, it's it's hard to to win that many games and have other teams lose that many games. Cause that's the hard thing is like, yeah, you can win. You go on a winning streak of 10 games, but the teams ahead of you, they got to be less than 500 for you to even gain some ground on them. So, yeah. And, and it's if, hard to win more than 10 games, you know, winning even 10 games in a row, five games in a row is tough. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Tampa Bay is 500. I'm not really pushing the panic button on them. I mean, Kucherov's on LTIR again. Looks like they're going with the same same playbook as last year. <laughs> and let the memes begin and the talk begin, right? Like, oh, Kucherov's, you know, on long-term reserve. They got nine and a half mil free in cap space, right? Who are we going to hire? They, and, and, I heard people say Eichel, Jack Eichel. Yeah. I feel like that would be terrible. I just don't – I'm not super confident in his status right now. You know, it, like this whole neck thing and the yeah. way he was playing before he got – deactivated or whatever last year went on IR. But I, if, I mean, yeah, they have nine and a half million, but if they go out and spend that, then they're going to catch a lot of flack. Like, yeah. And then I, what do you do next year when he draws back? You, you, you shed a couple people out of the bottom and you do exactly what they did this year. But I mean, if you, if you really want to silence the people that are all saying that last year you guys did it dirty, then don't do it dirty again. Like, I mean, if Tampa Bay is as good as they are, I think they are. They really are. And I think they don't need to go out and pick up anybody. And I think they could. I think if they go 500 until he's back, they this week into the playoffs, they still got a chance. Yeah. Tampa Bay in the playoffs is still a pretty damn good team, no matter where they end up in. You know, like they didn't get first seed last year. Yeah. And then they turned it on. What was it? Were they second seed in that? Conference took early. It was a 2 3. They played Florida, I think. Yeah, yeah. In that first round. Yeah. 
because Toronto won. Third. No, no, Toronto was in the in the Canadian division. But yeah, so they didn't. It was yeah they played two three so, um, yeah the Tampa Bay got their uh, their championship rings this week so that those were nice and that pretty. They look pretty cool. Seem like they're getting fancier and like gizmos and gadgets and little trinkets. I mean they come in like a box now with like a a video that plays when they open it up. It's it's kind of like opens. I feel up. like the you know the joke as a kid like when you get them a toy and they just want to play at the box. Yeah. Not the toy. Like I felt like that. I was like, "Oh, screw the ring! Look at that box!" Yeah, but you know, like the box was like a mini TV. Like, come on. Yeah, but like the ring opened up itself and had another. I don't know. Like, just give them a regular ring. I, I don't know. I mean, it's cool and all. It kind of th- It kind of reminds me of like a spinner ring, you know, kind of thing. Like, oh, look at this. It's cool. Yeah. And then, like, like ten years down the road, you're like, all right, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> or it breaks off in the first year, you know, but the spinner because they're like, cheap. But like everyone who had it a seems fossil, like we're trying to be yeah, like everyone who had a fossil watch that thought it was cool that it winded up. It's you know you could wind it up. <laughs> right now, it does seem like we want to be like I don't know, you know, P Diddy or or uh, <laughs> yeah, one of these rappers, dude, with the riffraff with the all the bling and stuff. And I don't know, it's cool, but yeah, it's it's pretty over the top. You're like, I don't know how much money. Spinner, spinner belt buckles. Ring. <laughs> yeah. I remember He's when freaking, I remember when the WWF uh, went to like a spinner championship belt. Like that to me was like that was the worst. <laughs> yeah. it, it's funny because you're like it's the bling, but then you win it, and then you what do you do? You put it in a case. Yeah. Right. You know, you're not gonna like the ring because those rings are like they take up like half their hand. Yeah. When they put it on. So it's like you wear it to that ceremony. But then you're not going to wear that out in public. Dude. You're going to get your, you get jumped or your hand cut off. You, you, you wear, know? You wear like, it to like like ceremonies or somewhere that you're going to be with people. And like you want everyone to know like, hey, I, it's funny. So, yeah, like the ESPYs or something. Well, well, so we were at, we had a coaching powwow a couple weeks ago. And the guy that was running it, he was like a level five coach. So like to be a level five coach, like you go to like a weekend seminar and he said he was at this weekend seminar in Vegas, and the guy sitting next to him had a New Jersey Devils championship ring on. And I'm like, such a flex move to really? like, be like with a bunch of like, like you know, like schmuck coaches, you know, coaching rec hockey, and they're just getting their level <laughs> fives because they've been in it for you know five six years, and they just like to coach. And then like you're this ex NHLer that you know wants to get back into coaching, so you're this level five and just like you know like getting your hand up so everyone can see it. You were the backup. (laughs) He was like the third assistant skills coach or something, you know? (laughs) I guess he was the guy that got some minutes, but he wasn't, I forget who, like he told me the name. Oh, he was on the team. Yeah, he told me the name and I was like, uh, I mean, I was, you know, 10, 9, 10 when the Devils won. I didn't really care for the Devils, so it didn't really ring a bell in my head, so... Yeah, so, but, yeah, I mean, those rings are getting crazy. They're, you know, getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Weird, yeah. So, All about the end of the year. So, I think Tampa's going to be okay. I mean, the long and short of our story, we kind of went off rails and all over the place. So, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, but the Leafs, I don't know. Leafs are struggling. I could see them doing a coaching change. I mean, I know they like Sheldon Keefe, but... He just hasn't produced as a coach, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Leafs yeah. are going to do. They seem like they 
got that grit this year, but they haven't really shown it. They've kind of just lost games easily, it seems. Like, they just haven't put the – I mean, they lost to New York by one. I mean, Matthews had a bunch of chips and, you know, close calls that didn't go in. Um, but the Penguins? I don't know if you watched Man, that game this weekend. Took it to them. I saw the highlights. It was bad. Wow, they, and it was just like – but a lot of it, like, what, three or four of the goals were off – a defenseman's like leg or skate or, you know, like, I mean, you, you get pucks to the net, but like the goals were, were just rough for Toronto's too. Like they weren't, it wasn't like filthy snipes for all of them. You know, it was like dirty work. Like you're just grinding the, in towards the net and then you throw it and it goes off the skate well, or I mean, a leg. You don't, you don't have Malkin in the lineup. You don't have Crosby in the lineup. You don't have Latang in the lineup. So, I mean, these are the games that are like, this is how they win games. Like with the, with the, but the call-ups, I mean, these guys are just throwing everything in the net. They're just trying to do whatever they can to produce at this level. And so, I mean, I think they, they showed up. They did their job. And I think Mike Sullivan's one of the best coaches out there. But, yeah, Pins- Pittsburgh is just winning games, and they're doing it without their stars. So, With, like, everybody in the team, yeah. It's a full team effort. And, I'm, and it's been cool to watch, like, as a, as a fan, like Evan Rodriguez. Guys like that, like Jeff Carter's playing well. Jeff Carter's the the number one center right now. <laughs> you know, like it's it's crazy. You're like I, that's not something I expected to see. You know, yeah. especially after he moved out of L.A. Um, but then, dude, Brian Boyle, man, Brian Boyle is getting points I'm, and like just look, he looks happy, dude. He looks great out there. And like that's what you want from a veteran like him, where you know he probably doesn't need to play any longer, but he wants to. And he's smiling. He's happy. I mean, he comes on the pro tryout and scores his first game. Yeah. So, I mean, Penguins are looking good. Leafs, I wish were looking that good, but they're not. And so I'm, I'm hitting panic button already. I mean, you got, you got fans throwing jerseys on the ice already. I mean, that's how Toronto goes. Yeah. And you could see some of these young players starting to crack, I think. I think Mitch Marner will be the first to fry, if you want to call it that. He seems like he's he's from Toronto. That's kind of the 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 bad luck charm. So and the one that's supposed to be producing because um, Tavares is kind of in that like he kind of gets the free pass at this point. He's an older veteran, captain, you know, he's done his time. So but Mitch Marner He's supposed to yeah, be good. He's he takes supposed to be better every. Yeah, he's supposed to be better every season. So, I don't know. I'm hitting the panic button already on Toronto. Hopefully, they get a win tonight against the Hurricanes. And when you guys are waking up, this is you know all all said and done. <laughs> a little happier. Yeah. Hopefully, they just have a killer win tonight. I mean, I, I mean, Hurricanes, Kakanemi first time back up in Montreal this weekend, scores a goal against his former team. Just another like. Like knife in the side, you know, to the Montreal Canadiens in this whole saga that's going on, and they let some of those grinders go after the the run, and like that was what they were. Like that was kind of their identity. That was their identity. Yeah, dude. Like they were grinding people down as a group effort, and then you, you know, yeah, they didn't have one superstar like Cole Caulfield was getting all the hype because he was this young rookie, but it wasn't like. He wasn't the leading scorer in the playoffs or anything, so yeah, yeah, you need that team effort in that fight. But oh well, yeah, we'll see what happens here on out. Yeah, and I mean, lastly, 
You have the Kraken, first home opener, you know, ever. They retired the number 32 because they're the 32nd team in the league, and I guess they had 32,000 fans commit to season tickets in that, like, first two hours they were available, so they retired the number 32. Probably have a goalie come up the next couple years. It's like, dude, 32 is my number. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do now? Yeah, so... I don't. I think it's kind of funny. Like I, I don't know. It's it's cool, but then, like, thirty two is that gonna? You know, like I, I don't know. Like the thirty second team. Like, does a thirty second anything really, you yeah. know, ever get remembered that much? So I don't. I don't know. It's their first game as a thirty second team. So, awesome, but uh, raising the banner for it, I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe I guess creates some extra excitement. Yeah, in the stadium on well, night. And they've lost. They lost the game against the Canucks, and I think yeah, Seattle's one of those teams too that should be hitting the panic button. I mean, I know they won't. And they're just going to ride this out. But you had the highest average price for a regular season ticket game. The average price was eight hundred and something dollars. So that means, like, dude, that was an expensive ticket, and you didn't win your first home game. Like, that's a must-win game. And if you can't win the games that are must-wins then you're not going to probably have that great of a season. And I think Vegas has only, and you're going to compare them to Vegas over and over and over, and that's just how it's going to be. But Vegas set themselves up for a long time by having a great first season. They haven't made it back to the finals. They've made it to the Western Conference finals or whatever you want to call it finals a couple times, but they have not made it back to the Stanley Cup finals or won a Stanley Cup, but they are still selling out that barn every night your average ticket price is well over fifty, you know, upwards to a hundred bucks per ticket. So, I think Seattle is going to be a slight decline next year. I think you're going to be riding on fumes throughout this season. You're going to be selling out the barn, but you miss the playoffs year one. You miss the playoffs year two. I think I think you just lose your hype. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, I think teams can come out of this and you know if they didn't make the playoffs but then made some big signings maybe they could still get the fan base on on board i don't know seattle seems pretty ready they they seem like they're ready for this nhl team so yeah i don't know i think i think through the first three to five seasons they'll ride the high um but yeah i don't know but i don't know i could be wrong but Think of the comparison, Seattle and Vegas. They're right next to each other in the standings right now, so they are very comparable <laughs> <laughs> on paper. Right there. Seattle sitting in seventh yeah. and Vegas sitting eighth. <laughs> yeah. For two teams, they're like, oh, this Pacific division is going to be so easy. Vegas is going to run away with it, and Seattle's just going to, you know, get by on, mm-hmm. you know, just whatever they got because this division sucks so bad. So. Um, and Connor David's like, no, it's my time. Yeah. And, Up until the playoffs start, at least. We'll see. Yeah, so. All right, well, that's all I got. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, that's good. You know, hey, I guess, you know, Crosby keeps, they feel he's close, but they don't know. Huh? Yeah, so he, and there's no timetable for him to return. And he's I, back sooner than later, but I, I, you don't want to rush it, though. Hey, maybe they're going to pull Kucherov. Hey, if I'm the Pittsburgh Penguins and I'm winning games like they are, dude, use all <laughs> that cap space, spend it up. Leave Malkin because if you got Malkin and Crosby on LTIR, that's like twenty million dollars. Go out. Well, I think and, they're only. Yeah, I mean they're like on that seven and a half. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're, they're they prior were, to they the, were prior to the ten million. Bump. Yeah, but still, that's I mean that's a good chunk, but I it doesn't seem like they're the kind of players that are 
you know, they're not going to be off the ice any longer than they have to, like, yeah, true competitors. I'm just so. saying, I mean, they could pull a Kucherov, ride this thing into the playoffs. <laughs> but I got to keep giving my wife crap as a Lightning fan about how her team <laughs> does that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. All right, well, it's going to be a good right, week man. of hockey. Um, a lot of NHL, you know, Grizzlies will be back home, not this weekend, and everyone have a happy Halloween this weekend. Yeah, enjoy the holidays. Stay safe out there. All right, Mason, you have a good day. You too.